So uh, last week after the, the service was over, I was talking to one of our members, and they reminded me of, of an old preacher joke that I wanted to share with you today. Uh, you've probably heard it before, but you know us old preachers, we just you know share the same jokes over and over again, right, John? Yeah. <laughs> so you may have heard it before, but there's this little boy, and he's standing out in the lobby of the church. He's looking at this list of names on the wall on this plaque. And uh, the pastor happens to walk by, and the little boy says, Pastor, what are these names of these people on this plaque on the wall? And the pastor says, well, this, this, these are the brave men and women, uh, a list of the names of the brave men and women who, who, um, who died in the service. And the little boy's eyes got really big, and he said, Pastor, was that the early service or the late service? Never gets old, does it? Um, today is today's the Sunday that we, we celebrate Veterans Day. And uh, it's one of the important things, I think, to remember is that there's a difference between Veterans Day and, and Memorial Day. Memorial Day is the day where we honor and celebrate those who have died in the service. And Veterans Day is the day that we honor and celebrate all those who have served. And I think it fits perfectly with this series that we're doing right now that's called Thanks Be to God. Because it is truly a day for us to say uh, to and for our veterans and their families Thanks be to God. We give thanks for you. We give thanks for your families. We give thanks for your service. And so, so that's what I want to talk about for just a few minutes today. I was so thankful for Danny and, and for Daniel. Uh, if you saw, we, we do a midweek prayer service. And uh, this week, we usually do it on Wednesdays. And we, we did it on Friday this week because we wanted to honor Veterans Day. And Daniel Franks did a great devotional. And Danny Yon uh, shared the prayer that, that he shared this morning on video, and I really learned a lot about kind of the evolution of the holiday and what what it's come to mean, or, or the the special day. And um, so today, I want to just kind of continue that conversation a little bit and 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 focus on that, what that means for us today, as part of the 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 larger context of what does it mean to give thanks to God in our lives and for our lives. Uh, the focus of this series is on the power of giving thanks to God. Last week was what we call All Saints Day, where we celebrate those believers who have gone on to be with God. And we talked about how giving thanks to God actually has this, this power uh, to, to, to transform us. And last week we talked specifically about how, how it has the power to transform even our grief into gratitude. And so this week, what I'd like to focus on specifically was we're going to talk about uh, how giving thanks to God has the power to, to transform service into significance. Or, or better, maybe a better way to put it is that when we see service through the eyes of faith, we begin to see the significance of a life that's lived in service to others. Not just on the battlefield, but in every field of life, in every, in every season and circumstance of life. What it looks like to live a life of, of service, and a life of service is a life of significance. And, and, and so the passage of scripture that we're going to look at today, it comes from the passage that we looked at last week. Last week we were in Hebrews 12 and we started with that word therefore. And so we had to go back to Hebrews 11 to find out what it was there for. And so in, in Hebrews 11, we found this list of, of saints, these, these folks whose stories of faith inspire us and they inform us and they inform our faith. And, and so it's sometimes called the Hall of Faith, and it, it contains the names of people that we call heroes of faith. And so 
we looked at some of those last week. Last week we sort of focused on those more kind of iconic biblical characters, the one we all, the names we all know, right? Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Moses and David and so on and so forth. Uh, but this week, what I want to do, I want us to go back to that passage and I have a specific chunk of scripture that I want you to hear today. And and I think what you'll find is there's a list of names that that don't always make the cut when we're talking about God's people. Uh, their stories aren't told in Sunday school. There are no veggies to tell their tales, if you know what I mean. They're sort of the unsung heroes of the faith. And and they're found in this list of, of heroes of the faith. So I, wanna, I want us to lift them up today. And I want you to hear these names as you hear God's word for us today. This is Hebrews chapter 11. And I'm going to read verses 32 through 34. So, so hear this God's word for us today. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell you about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. This is the word of God for the people of God. And so we say, thanks be to God. Amen. Let's dig into this, these verses for just a few minutes. So there are a couple things that I want to point, off, point out just right off the bat that sort of jumped out to me, especially as a preacher. I love, uh, I kind of look at this, this little passage sort of as a sermon about the saints. And so right here at this place, the writer is well into his, his sermon on, on the saints, right? And, and he sort of appears to be winding down. He's, he's said a lot, and he said, what more shall I say, right? It seems like he's made his point, and he's ready to, to land the plane, as Kathy Henderson says, right? Uh, but in true preacher fashion, he sounds like he's almost done, and then he amps back up. He says, and what more shall I say? I don't even have time to tell you about Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah. And then, you know what he does next? He tells us about Gideon <laughs> and, and Barak and Jephthah and, and Samson. He starts to tell us their stories, right? How they conquered kingdoms through faith, administered justice through faith, gained what was promised, shut the mouths of lions. Escaped the edge of the sword. Through faith, their weakness was turned into strength. They became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Now, I've read this passage probably a thousand times before. I've preached on this passage a number of times before. But I noticed something that I don't think I had ever realized. And maybe you heard it too. I'm so thankful that, that, that I heard it in a new way. It's almost as if God revealed something new to me. And that happens, right? God can reveal new things to us with passages that we've read a bunch of times. And, and for me, that's what happened in preparation for this Veterans Day sermon. I read this passage, and what I realized is that right there in this list of saints, there's a list of soldiers. Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah. These folks who who stepped out in faith and, and served. And so, so for me, this was a great opportunity for us to, to see in God's word a place for those who, who have served and for us to be able to say for them, thanks be to God. 
These, these brave individuals who, who faced insurmountable odds, they, they faced impossible circumstances, and yet they so believed in something so much bigger than themselves that they stepped outside of themselves to serve. And that's powerful, regardless of the politics, right? It's powerful. And, and like many of our soldiers, their stories aren't as qu- quite as well known, but the celebration of their service is well-deserved. Amen? Now, when it comes to soldiers, both then and now, there are probably some parts of their stories that, that are best, best left untold, right? Not necessarily because we shouldn't hear them, but, but by and large because we, we probably wouldn't understand. I think that for many of us, we'll never know what it's like to be in situations and circumstances like the ones these heroes found themselves in, like, like soldiers still find themselves in. That's one of the many reasons why I'm thankful that we have groups like our veteran support group that meets here on Tuesday nights where men and women who have served can come and share their stories and share their experiences with other people who understand. I give thanks to God for them and pray that, that there are more people and more groups like that. And yet as I reflected on this whole idea this week, I was reminded that we don't have to fully understand their service to be grateful for it, right? For their service and sacrifice to be significant to us. And in a sense, that's kind of like faith. You know, we don't have to fully understand it or comprehend it in order to accept it and appreciate it. We don't have to get it fully to be filled with gratitude for the gift that we've been given, right? You know, we'll never fully understand the good news of God's grace. We'll never fully understand until we get to heaven all that Christ has done for us and is doing for us through his service and sacrifice for us. We'll never know what that's like. But we will be forever grateful for the gift that's been given to us through his service and sacrifice. That's one of the many reasons why I'm thankful for days like today where where we get to come together and we're reminded of the special significance found in service. There there is something special about service that that makes a significant impact, not only on those who serve, but, but those of us who are the recipients of their service. And so for that, today, we say, thanks be to God. Amen. So I want to close this morning, kind of like the writer of Hebrews, and say, what more shall I say? And then I might say just a little bit more. But what I want to say to you today is this. We don't have time to talk about all the many ways that we have been blessed by those who serve. We will probably never know the service, the sacrifice and suffering that has taken place in the lives of those who served, in the lives of their families. And honestly, if we did know, it might leave us with more questions than answers about why that kind of service is required in response to the brokenness of our world, right? We look forward to the day where there, where there is peace for all eternity. But until then, I think the only question left to ask, at least today, is this. How should we respond? How do we live our lives in response to this gift that we've been given? And what we 
talked about before many times is that the best way to respond is, is how we live our lives, right? Uh, with gratefulness and thanksgiving for the gift of life, the gift of freedom. And the way that we do that is I think we need to be willing to answer the call to serve in the way that they answered the call to serve. Now, not everyone is called upon to be a soldier, but we are all called upon to serve. We are all called upon to live lives of service and sacrifice for others in the name of the one who has served and sacrificed for us. We worship and serve a God who, in Jesus Christ, the Bible says, came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And so our only response to that kind of good news is to say with, with our words, but also with our lives, thanks be to God, and to live in such a way that others around us might say, thanks be to God, right? So, so this morning, I want to ask you to just consider and, and think about and pray about what that might look like in your life to really receive and respond to the good news of God's grace and the examples of it that we see around us. As, as the worship team comes back up, I want you to think about that a little bit. You may not fully understand God's grace, but can you accept it? You may not fully grasp God's love for you in Jesus Christ, but would you be willing to receive it this morning? Would you be willing to let your heart and your mind and your soul be filled with gratitude for the, the gift of salvation that's ours through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord. You may not understand all the ins and outs of his service and sacrifice, but would you be willing to respond this morning? To, to seek to live into and to live out the good news of God's grace in your life and, and in our life together. Would you be willing to pray and ask God what that might look like for you and for us today in response to this wonderful gift. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for the gift of salvation that's ours in Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for those who serve and sacrifice, Lord. Uh, today, we, we specifically give thanks to you for those uh, who have served and family members of those who've served. God, we ask that you would help us live gratefully in response to the gift that we've been given, Lord. We thank you for the gift of freedom that we enjoy here in our country. Lord, may we use that freedom to serve one another. After your example, after the example of Christ, we thank you because of his example, but not just because of his example for for. His, his sacrifice for us, his life, his death, his resurrection. We have been set free from slavery to sin and death once and for all, and God, I thank you for that. We thank you that you have freed us for joyful obedience in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Lord, help us to live gratefully every moment of every day and to be good stewards of all that you've given us. God, we love you, and we thank you, and we pray all this in Jesus' name.
So the worship team is going to lead us in one more song. And as they do, the altars are open today. If you'd like to come and pray this morning, you can come and pray about anything. If you want to pray by yourself, that's totally fine. If you'd like somebody to pray with you, I'd be honored to pray with you. Uh, if there's somebody you want to invite to come pray with you up at the front, this is, this is your time. This is our time to, to allow God to speak to our hearts and to respond and whatever that looks like this morning. So would you stand and let's sing this closing song. Would you come and pray?